What is up, party people? Welcome back to Saturdays and Seltzers. We have a Q&A for you guys this week. We hadn't done one in a while. We thought it would be a good way to dip our toes back into podcasting after two weeks off. Tons of updates for you guys this Y'all week. Lots of Bruins talk, PLL talk. <laughs> Love you guys so much. Let's have a good one. Let's go. It's Saturday. Yeah. Gonna talk a little bit, sip a little bit. Sarah. Kendra. See you, ladies. <laughs> Y'all know what time it is. Uh. <laughs> Looking like you just graduated. Woo. Coming from a place that y'all gravitated. Woo. Looking like a boss, I just had to say. Woo. I know you got the sauce, no potato bread. Woo. All right, sis, knock him out, Mike Tyson. Woo. And I like it. Show me a place I can buy it. Woo. What is up, party people? Welcome back to Saturdays and Seltzers. I feel like we took like two weeks off-ish. I don't know, like two weeks, maybe, Sarah? Yeah, I feel like I haven't been in a while. It's been yeah. like six months. Yeah, anyways, my name is Kendra Middleton. This is Sarah Griffin, my co-host. Um, if you are watching us on Spotify, hi. If you are watching us on YouTube, hi. Um, This is... Probably the least prepared of a show we've ever had. Like Sarah said, it's been really chaotic. I guess like if you were to have an HLH, Sarah moved, new background, high, definitely moving. Oh yeah, definitely. That's one of my highs. Um, we still have a lot of work to do in here. So it's still <laughs> to be determined. I was trying to set up my ring light. I was like, I don't know where to put it here. The outlet situation is not ideal. So we'll figure that out. But yeah, definitely high, moving um albany was fun that was a high okay low wait can you give us like a high low hero of albany oh yeah well i already know my hero for it okay so perfect me and my friend kylie were out friday night getting dinner at like one of the like three bars in albany and you know the rangers game was on and we're like have our backs turned and also you just hear some guy like yell on the top of his lungs as he's walking out of the bar let's fucking go rangers we turn around andy towers <laughs> so on brand i yeah. was like anyone else i would be like who the fuck does this guy thinking about like hell yeah brother <laughs> literally love him more than i i just like can we get him on the show that i would that's the dream guest like that's the ideal yo Number one. He follows us on Twitter. Should I tweet him from our account right now and see if we get a response before the end of the show? <laughs> well, we have to actually be prepared if we're going to have No, no, no. Like- no, I don't want him to get on now. What I'm saying oh, yeah. is we can like say if he will come on or not. <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> Anyways, continue. Okay. That was definitely the hero. Um, hi. I don't honestly it was just like nice being back like back up there like back at it like obviously I was doing NLL coverage for lacrosse flash but I feel like fields kind of I definitely am a lot more familiar with fields so it was nice being back there I met okay. a lot of people like you know how like through like especially now after COVID like media stuff like I feel like you never see people in person and I, I was like 
so wild to actually be able to like meet people in person I've known now for like over a year. <laughs> I swear to God, every time I go out to like a bar or like a show or a concert or whatever, and I see like all of these people, it still is like kind of crazy. And it's like, I feel like I see germs in public. <laughs> well, I'm like, <laughs> I like me. Me and this person are on Slack with each other all the time, like pinging each other all day. And I'm like, I've literally never been face to face with you. <laughs> so that was it, definitely a high for the weekend. Okay. Low. Low. Oh, another high. Actually, big, big game for Jeff T. We love to see that. Mm. So that was definitely a high. Yeah. Um, and then low. what my low was honestly you know what my low is the drive to and from albany there are no duncans only mcdonald's what mm-hmm. that only mcdonald's not, that does not seem like it's legal there's like nine rest stops along the way to every single one's a mcdonald's and someone told me after the albany exit the next one there's a duncans i was like after albany like I would imagine at that point it's like Tim Hortons. <laughs> yes, yes. Also, Joe Keegan liked our tweet. Shout out, Joe Keegan. Yeah. He's probably gonna oh, be yeah, like the only high, like we get. Yeah. Another high. I got to spend both days with Joe Keegan. Great guy. <laughs> yep, we love Joe around here. He's he's our favorite PLL employee. Yeah. <laughs> right, other than Sarah, obviously, but I feel like that's a given. <laughs> Close second. Close <laughs> second. Actually, Sarah, he might be my favorite PLL employee. I'm sorry. Honestly, same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Nope. Um, if I got interviewed, that would be so bussin' from Anthony. I would say, wonder who could be. <laughs> <laughs> who could it be now? Um, Sarah convinced me. Oh, before I do my HLH, Sarah convinced me to have a breakfast beer except it's like a breakfast vodka soda. I got on here and I was, you know, drinking a Zevia like one does on a Thursday, I guess, afternoon now. And I was like, are you drinking, drinking? And Sarah was like, yeah. I was like, all right, fine, me too. <laughs> I'm living a lawless life lately. <laughs> you have been for like maybe six weeks. Yeah. Like Sarah like, has been on a six week peak. Was that NHL? season for me ended on June 1st so I was like because I am starting like my other job next week but I was like because at first I was going to start this week and I was like I just want a week to like fuck around and I haven't like fucked around really I just like just sat around like this is kind of nice yeah yeah <laughs> elite elite um all right what kind of white claw are you drinking because we are no longer little white claw girls we are high noon girls I would say it's a White Claw Surf. It's okay. Tropical Pomelo Smash Pomelo. I don't know. It's good. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, it, would it be in your top five? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> this would not be in my top five either. I like the tequila ones better, but this is a cut water. It's a vodka soda one, grapefruit. I feel like everyone in my, like, friend group hates the grapefruit flavors and packs, and I just don't give a shit. I've never had the grapefruit one of that. I think I've only had the cut water, like vodka drinks. These not vodka, tequila, tequila. I don't, I don't like the vodka ones, but I really like the tequila ones. Yeah, I like the tequila. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think I'm a tequila girl. Not as big of a tequila yeah, girl as are. you. Not as big of a tequila girl as you, but I think like if I had to choose, like it'd probably be tequila. Although I did, oh, a telemarketer is calling me. I did gag on a well tequila shot recently and I haven't really recovered. Did you? I hate when people order tequila shots and they order well tequila. If you're going to order a like straight up shot, it cannot be well. That's fair. Okay, that's fair. If you're over 25, that shit will haunt you for days. <laughs> I swear to God. I did a few tequila shots on Saturday night and someone like has I like you know I love tequila so I don't mind taking tequila shots but it's to the point that I was like able to take them down with like no reaction so I was like that girl's been through some shit yes I was like no I just really like tequila I'm not like throwing it back every day (laughs) no but you are crazy I could never I respect the hell out of you though um so my high-low hero I guess the chrome one that's a that's a hero because I wasn't expecting it (laughs) um what is my low my low um my no I can't say that never mind (laughs) um I don't know dude what have I done recently oh my low my friend Sarah her my other friend Sarah it's her going away party tonight because she's moving to Nashville so that's definitely my low I'm gonna cry I know I'm really sad um (laughs) and then my high mm, I don't know Jackson's been really snuggly the last couple of days (laughs) (laughs) he's like been on top of me like if I'm sitting on the couch or like in the beanbag or whatever like he's been really cuddly and I'm be cute. Okay, see, that's what my low is. I don't have Freddie with me anymore. But you have that's a really cool cat. Yes, I have Theo. I shut the door, but if I kept it open, he would be, like, on top of the laptop in, like, five seconds. This is a pro <laughs> pet podcast. Hell yeah. Um, all right, so we decided, since we are doing yet another free balling episode <laughs> of Q&As, that we would just, you know, roll with it. So, Sarah, do you want to start with Twitter or Instagram? I feel like we got more on Instagram this time. Yeah, we did. And especially my Instagram, there's some good ones. So I'll go through those first okay. and then whatever is not on there, we can just pull from Twitter. Yeah. Okay. So I screenshot them because I knew it was going to disappear and I'm smart. Um, okay. First question is from my friend Haley. And she says, in your opinion, do situations like Deshaun Watson affect the NFL's relationship with its female audience? I would say absolutely, yeah. Yeah, me too. I totally agree. I'm glad that someone asked us about this. I don't, I'm sure you saw that like way more people came forward and the Texans are now said to be involved. Like, I think that anytime, like I remember when the Jags hired Urban Meyer, I tweeted something that like wasn't controversial, but at the time kind of was. It was like one of my first tweets like that I remember having as like someone who was actively on Twitter. And I was like, the Jag signing Urban Meyer is like a real issue for the women of Jacksonville and like a true disservice to them because it goes to show that like you'll tolerate whatever to win. And it's like all of these players have 
wives, girlfriends, daughters, moms, like what kind of message does that send to those women that like you're allowing someone who's been involved in like domestic anything to represent your team or be a face of your team. And it's like, if this is true and it seems like it is because the way the Browns have kind of structured Deshaun's contract, they knew that he wasn't going to be playing this year. And I think that's why they held on to Baker Mayfield. They're only paying him a million dollars for this first season or like something like that. I don't, I think it's a million dollars, like something super cheap. And like the rest of the, his contract is like that backload where he's probably going to be eligible to play. And it's like, I think that this absolutely sends a message to the women of Cleveland, unfortunately. Oh, absolutely. Just the way this story has like snowballed over the, what's it been now? Well over a year, I'd say. But then I feel like just the signing of him for Cleveland was a slap in the face to begin with. And then the fact they just continue to double down, like there's been no accountability on their end. There's been like, there hasn't been any sort of statement. I don't think has there like, besides like we're aware of the ongoing investigations, like whatever, but they just continue to stand by him. Like there's nothing more said. And then this just continues and continues. And now it's just been radio silence on their end. And I'm sorry, but like with the way that they have structured those contracts, there's no way they didn't know that at least most of, if not all of this was like coming. What's it now? 24 cases? Yeah. Yeah. My thing is too, is it's like, how do you like go like I just I don't know like it's so crazy to me because I feel so bad because we know so many Browns fans like on Twitter and like so many females Browns fans and stuff like that and it's like even like I can't even imagine if this was my team you know what I mean like how Mm -hmm. how would you feel but like like I said all of these people involved in these situations have like women in their lives oh yeah like when you say like, yeah, we do know so many female Browns because I feel like the only people I really know that are Browns fans are women that we just got connected with. And, you know, obviously, yeah, the Twitter community comes down to like women's like stick with women. That's kind of what it seems to be like. But just in general, I feel like they do have a very large female fan base. They do. And I've seen so many people like I don't know how I'm supposed to be a fan of this team anymore. <laughs> yeah. My only other thing that I want to say about this, I don't know about you, obviously, but like I know that his contract is all guaranteed and Mm -hmm. from like what I've been reading and it's like, I don't know this for sure. Like I didn't take the time to read his entire contract, but just from what I've seen on Twitter and obviously you can't believe everything you see on the internet, but it's saying that even if he does go to jail, like people are saying that because of the contract being guaranteed, he's still going to get all of this money. Really? I did not know that. It's like something that's like potentially there. So it's like, because there's like, so no, like nobody knows what his actual like language in his contract is, unless there's like a clause that says if he does go to jail or whatever, I think guaranteed money is guaranteed money, right? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. So that's even more crazy to me. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, somebody asked our best and worst sporting event experience. I think we've answered our best before. Yeah, I would say, I feel like we've done best a few times now. Worst? I think I know. I have two. One of them we can't talk about. We were together. The other was a Florida Georgia game. And I went with my dad and I was maybe like 
11, 12 years old. And it's like, I was like super into football and stuff like that. And we were like leaving the game and Georgia beat Florida. And we were obviously like in Gator gear and a fan spit on my dad and barked at him. Oh my God. Yeah. Like a, like a kid, like a college kid. What the fuck? Yeah. And my dad was like, are you seriously going to do that in front of like my daughter? Holy shit. Georgia fans fucking suck. Yeah. So that's probably my worst. That would probably be my worst, but my second worst, we were together and we can't talk about it because they definitely listened to the show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think what my worst would be. I don't, I feel like there's definitely been some Red Sox games I've been at, but it's not like any of them have been playoff games. Like some of them have just been like bad regular season games. So I wouldn't really say they're the worst. I mean, I've seen a couple of Bruins playoff losses, but none that were like series ending. I don't know. I don't think I've been to any that are like worst to the worst, like sticks in my mind. Like that was so bad. I can't believe I witnessed that. Speaking of, can we, because I don't think we got a question about it because we're not a huge basketball podcast. But can we talk about Clay Thompson shitting on Boston fans last night for swearing and swearing kids? Yeah. It just took me back to when we were at the bean pot and we both like heard that kids say the C word and we looked at each other and we were like, did that actually just happen? <laughs> I was like, did you see there was some like report that came out like an hour ago report that like warriors employees were like this experience in Boston has been nothing like I've ever had. Like, I can't even wear my like gear out in public because people will start dropping F-bombs and flipping you off. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I got kicked out of the harp for being an opposing fan. <laughs> All right. Like, literally just kicked- an average day. <laughs> I literally got kicked the fuck out of a bar. <laughs> like, I'm like, it's the fucking finals. Did you think that I'm going to be like, woo? <laughs> I did see too that like Draymond Green sat down. I watched the interview a couple minutes ago because I was watching ESPN, but I'd seen like people talking about it on Twitter where Clay said that, but then Draymond sat down and press asked him what he thought about how he played. And he goes like shit. And his kid is literally sitting next to him. I did see that. I saw that. <laughs> like, I swear to God, every kid that grows up in like the greater Boston area's first word is fuck. I was like saying, cause I was talking to my sister about it. I was like, probably one of the first like complete phrases I knew was like, fuck the Yankees. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm like, you go to a Red Sox team, it's chanted every single game, no matter who they're playing for like years and years now, as long as Dude, I can remember. <laughs> when we were at the bean pot, each game, like a fuck whoever chant started and was roaring around TV. Like that's just sports culture. Like you don't take yeah. your kid to a game and expect them to not hear like some language or see some violence or like whatever like that's just it's like especially in hockey culture or like the northeast like that's just how it is I remember I went to Bruins playoff game like a few years ago now and I was up in the balcony and you know how the people are in balcony of a Bruins playoff game the type of shit that was like being set up there and there was a family in front of us with like three young kids and the parents are like shouting like obscenities whatever like the kids are just sitting there, like, completely unbothered. Like, that's just yeah. the atmosphere. That's how it is. It's like, if you don't make, like, a swear word a big deal in front of a kid, I don't think that they think it's a big deal. And also, to be honest, it's kind of fucking funny when kids swear. Oh, Lauren in, like, third grade, I think. 
like repeated she kept saying like fuck you like fuck like in school and then she got called to the principal's <laughs> office and they like called my mom and I guess Lauren was like well I hear it all the time at home <laughs> <laughs> swear to god like I said every kid's first word my first word was damn it <laughs> so makes sense but like I feel like that's why when we're not privileged enough to be sitting in nice seats like I prefer to sit with the bleacher creatures because I have more fun. <laughs> like, I love sitting out there. <laughs> it's so, hilarious out there. But we also like Philly and Buffalo. So, like, whatever. True. You know? <laughs> That's just the type of people we are. It's true. Um, someone asked me if I play on default or tactical button layout. I play default, but I play paddles. So, I play, like, with, like buttons underneath my controller that I can like take on and off so (laughs) yeah um are people up north surprised when they no that's not a good question um might as well get into the Bruins stuff thoughts Uh, on the potential of a pasta trade I feel like we should just get into this now yeah okay I will I will I will let you Go off, my queen. Rant away. I don't, there's like 50 different things regarding the Bruins right now. Everyone, like, I think we found the same, like, 10 questions. Or I was like, yes, we will fucking talk about it. I'm not happy about it. For the pasta trade, I know his agent came out yesterday. He's like, I don't know where that report came from. Like, there's no truth to that. We're working on hoping to get a contract extension for him this summer. But I, like, definitely think, yeah, I think it was, like, Pluto made that initial one yeah. with the athletic. It kind of yep. made it sound like, oh yeah, it's, it's coming, like whatever, which that, that's definitely not true. Like it doesn't sound like it's like just seconds away from him being traded. But also obviously his agent's going to say that. He's not gonna be like, yeah, we're like out the door right now. I just think with the way things are going and the way things are looking, I would not be shocked. Like at the same time, because I feel like Don Sweeney like hints that like a rebuild might be very possible. And why would David Pasternak want to play for a team in a rebuild? I know Charlie McAvoy is safe. Like, he's good. But I'm like, in a rebuild, you can't hold on. Like, it's not a rebuild if you still have Pasta and McAvoy to build around. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I'm just like, Pasta, like, he's going to be without Marshawn for at least the first two months of the regular season. No one knows what Patrice is doing. Everything floating around right now probably isn't helping that decision. Like, what is here for him that he's going to be like, yeah, I really want to stay in this organization, especially when you look at the fact that, like, below him, like, that second line, you have, like, Taylor Hall, he's saying. Other than that, like, you got Eric Halla as your 2C. Like, that's just not going to work out. We know that has not worked out. You don't know what your fourth line is going to look like. You don't know what your third line is going to look like. You spent money on, like, Nick Foligno, who's well past his time. Like, guys like that drafting just hasn't gone they're just not good with drafting honestly or development for years now yeah and it just comes down to like if pasta wanted to be traded I would not blame him and also at the same end if it's the front office looking to do a rebuild that's your best chance I think of getting the most out of a rebuild is if you trade someone like pasta I just really don't want it to fucking happen, but no. there's so much that like uncertainty, like who fucking knows. I also think that there's like a sense of like loyalty that is 
owed to some of these people. But at the same time, it's like, how do you look at a front office who told, it came out today, that told Bruce Cassidy he was safe two weeks ago, like his job wasn't in question. And then your president is going to his house and firing him at home. Like, how do you believe anything that a front office is saying, oh, like, we want to build this way, we want to build that way, like, whatever. But it's like, to me, I feel like the only reason that like you tell someone two weeks prior that they're fine, like, whatever, to this is like there's got to be a discrepancy and like between what both sides want in the draft or the team upcoming just the way the whole Bruce Cassidy timeline has played out is so bizarre to me because obviously like I'm like we know there's been murmurings like yeah a lot of younger guys don't really love Bruce like they don't like love what he's done like all this stuff but I did see this morning Cassidy said in his like conference he was like when you're because again, Neely and Sweetie put this like win now mentality. We want championships. And Bruce did make a good point. He was like, if you're in a win now, Stanley Cup now mentality, there's only so much room you have to give these young guys a chance. Yeah. So it's tough to develop them, develop them up at this level when you're set on, okay, I need proven experience championship caliber players rather than like, okay, let's give this guy some time up. Do I agree with it? Not necessarily, no. I think maybe he definitely could have given some more guys chances. And I think some, how he dealt with some players, like obviously DeBrusque. I think DeBrusque had a good season this year and they kind of figured that out with him. But just in the past, like there's plenty of guys that you're like, yeah, they fumbled the bag with that one. Yeah. Mostly the draft for me. Yeah. And I'm like, I just don't think at the end of the day, Bruce Cassidy was the issue because of the drafting. Like a coach can only do so much with what you give him and you're giving him, I don't want to say mediocre talent, but you want win now championship mentality now. And then you're giving him these players that need all this development, all this time. And he can only do so much with what you're giving him. You're spending all this money on other older guys. Like what are you supposed to do? (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, like the, For me, I think the biggest issue that I see with all of it, like you said, and like I think a lot of people have alluded to on Twitter is just like, how do you justify the firing of him? And it's like, if you're going to fire him, you have to like clean house at that point. No, he a thousand percent just is a scapegoat. And I'm like, that's very unfortunate. And then the fact that because I will say, like, if they were, like, from the start, like, at the end of the season, they're like, yeah, clean house, everyone's gone, then I'd be like, okay, there. But the fact they would have told Bruce Cassidy, like, no, your job's safe, then sleazily two weeks later, like, hey, can I show up to your house and fire you? By the way, I still have my job. And then, like, not so you defensive. He was like, why would my job, like, be on the line? But I'm like, why wouldn't your job be on the line? Yeah, like, look literally. at the I don't want to say failure because they like consistently made the playoffs, but they consistently fall short and they are making the playoffs because they had a good coach, not because of what they were given. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Yep. 1000%. I know that cross platform, we got a couple of questions, I think specifically for you, because I don't really have an opinion. Who do you, who do you want for next coach? To be honest, I don't really have a set guy in mind. I've seen the odds of what people want. Yeah, me too. Um, I I just don't think there's a guy who's going to come in and, like, I think Bruce Cassidy did the best job possible. Like, I said, like, maybe you could have a guy come in 
to maybe develop those younger guys a little better. But if Bruce Cassidy is in a rebuild, then he would, I think, be able to do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. Like, I, I, I don't under, I, 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 I will say I don't want Quinn. None of that here. <laughs> yeah. If I was going to talk, not going to develop young players. Yep. Yeah, I mean, only time will tell. It's just, I think that they really fumbled the bag. And as a fan of a team who fucks up constantly in the front office, like, I feel for Bruins fans. Um, Favorite song at the moment? That's a good question. I feel like looking at my Spotify. I'm going to say the Love Again, I'm in Beck remix. Ooh, it's a Dua a Lipa one. song, but like that's that's probably my favorite right now. I'd probably say yeah. Well, I have obviously been loving Harry Styles' new album. I really I've haven't been... like I don't love it that much. Oh really? I love it. My favorite that I've been listening to lately is Grape Juice, so I'd say that's been my favorite lately. Okay. Um, most hated sports team. The Yankees. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say either the Bulldogs or the Yankees, like Georgia, obviously, but I already told that story. I would say um, the Yankees, the Leafs maybe close second, but yeah, the Yankees. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is a question for me. Is Bo Nix a bitch? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yes, yes, but no. Like he's just, I think, I don't know. I'm gonna go with no. Um <laughs> best drink snack combo when drinking um, oh I would say margaritas and then chips and guac oh see I was gonna say margs and nachos so we're like on the same yeah. page I feel like that's a go-to <laughs> for us often um how is our week so far I feel like my week's pretty good I have had like a pretty slow week with work but like that's that, that's good every once in a while yeah, I, this has definitely been a slow week for me. I don't really know what to do with myself most of the days. I'm just, yeah, been solid. Yeah. Can't complain. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, better quarterback, Trey Lancer, Justin Fields. I feel like I haven't seen enough of them in the NFL to have an opinion, but in college, Justin Fields. Um, all right, that's those are the ones that I like out of what I was asked. Let me go to I was our... having Twitter up. Okay. Do you want to do those while I find these? Yes. Perfect. Okay. So let's Dang, we got a lot here. on Instagram. Yeah, we did. Okay, well, a lot of these are Bruins questions. Okay. Will the Chaos Boys be the best team in the league once they have all their guys back? Yes or yes? Ooh, I, I think, is that alluding to what we talked about earlier today? Yeah, uh, like, kind of, because you know how most of the Chaos offense is on the Buffalo Bandits, so they're not yeah. back yet? Yes. I think but- that's more so, yeah. Okay, but does that also, do we think they're hinting at that too? Or does that, it looks like this person tweeted it before that news came out that Austin Sauce is back with the chaos for this season. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, I would, I was like, they lost, that was a close game. It was a one goal game against the Whip Snakes last weekend. And the Whip Snakes have all their guys for the most part. And I thought the chaos, considering they have a lot of guys that aren't going to be on that final roster by the time, like, everything's set in stone, I thought they looked great, to be honest. Plus, you have the best goalie in the world, Blaze Reardon. 
you're getting Max Adler back at the face-off. And then, yeah, we know, obviously, that box style across works for them. And now they're adding Austin Stott. So I would say very good chance, yeah. <laughs> I will say the two games that I watched last weekend were the first game and the last game. And honestly, the chaos are kind of scary, and I hate to say it. I hate to say it, but it's true. They, they're kind of filthy. And they have swag. They have swag. Yeah, no, they're – that's the thing. Like, I feel like in terms of, like, team chemistry, like, obviously all those guys, like, a lot of these teammates are, like, the same people they've been playing with now for a while. But just, like, I feel like Andy Towers even said last year, like, they have such a tight-knit group that I feel like it just like shows on the field. Like they are confident. And again, you have these guys that were like called to training camp just to be like, okay, you're not going to actually like be on the 25 man roster. Like you might get cut. You are not going to be on the game day, 19 man roster. We're just waiting for these guys to finish up in the NLL. Even so they looked fantastic up against the whip snakes. I thought and the whip snakes obviously are another top contender for the championship. So. Yeah. Do you have any like hot takes of who might be on the chopping block for game day roster? For the chaos. There's definitely a few guys. They already cut a couple, like they cut uh, Bubba Voight, who I really liked. But like, that's the other thing. I'm like, it sucks that there's only eight teams because there's so much talent. Like even just when we saw like the 30 men go down to 25, the guys that are getting cut could be starters on a different team. So I'm like, yeah. I just hope the league like continues to develop at this like level of that. Because once you can get more teams, like the talent's unreal. Like some of the guys that are getting cut, but yeah, I don't know. Cause obviously there's so many guys that they have on their attack right now that they're not Josh Byrne. They're not Dane Smith. Like, so they're going to be sent home, which sucks. Yeah. They look good. Yeah. That, yeah, I, I feel like that was the, I mean, I think we talked about this the last show that we recorded together when we live streamed the championship game last year, like that felt like it was the difference was the chemistry that they had to mm-hmm. shut down guys like Rambo. I mean, he, did he have a goal in that game? I think he just had two assists or something. Yeah. And like, like Red I, Williams didn't have like some crazy game either. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like the chemistry is like you said what the difference is for them. Yeah. And it's only going to get scarier. Terrifying. Terrifying. Yeah. Yep. Which that kind of leads into another question we got lacrosse related. Where did it go? Okay. Who do you think is the top pick for the PL championship? And who's your dark horse pick? I feel like I have to say chaos. And then I know that this is kind of crazy, but I feel like, and it's, it's, a little biased, but I feel like I do have to say the Chrome just because they had so many people go down early in the season last year that they're getting so much talent back and they're mm-hmm. adding first round draft picks to their team. So I feel like that really contributes. Okay. I like that answer. Okay. My like early favorite is definitely the Atlas. And let's see, Dark Horse. See, I cannot be biased too and say the cannons, but <laughs> Because they looked great too, but also I don't think the water dogs entirely looked like themselves. They looked a lot more themselves in that second half of the game. 
do I want to say the canon? Fuck it, I'm going to say the canon. Okay, perfect. <laughs> okay, there we go. All right, let's see. I got a question. Is Deuce Tatum's dad busted? Yes. The most busted. Although yes, I, he is. okay, if I had to pick, like, I think the two cutest boys on the team are Jalen Brown and Peyton Pritchard. I don't find Peyton Pritchard cute. I do think Jalen <laughs> Brown's very cute. Yo, if you're a dorky white boy, call me. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like, Peyton Pritchard does not look like he is an NBA player. So I think that I'm just like, I love you. <laughs> That's the thing. I feel like I could look out the window right now and there could be like five guys just like look exactly like I'm walking down the street, like going to the gas station or something. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. He looks like he plays video games, not basketball. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. I have, I have a hockey question. Are the Oilers always this chaotic? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes, they signed Evander yes. Kane. I would say that's your answer right there. I'm like, always is chaotic. And then you have Mike Smith in your net. Like, yes. Definition of chaos. Absolutely. Literally, someone responded said agent of chaos. Exactly. Can we talk about that series for a second? <laughs> I am, dude, Evander Kane's ex wife cheering for the sweep. Icon. <laughs> Icon. Should I tweet her too? Yeah, she like, is iconic. Truly, truly. No, that series is insane. That is, yeah. Which, what? People, someone retweeted our Andy Towers tweet. Mackie liked it. Tyler liked it. Joe Keegan liked it. He can't say no. <laughs> okay, anyway, sorry. <laughs> But yeah, no, that series was insane. I kind of thought that last game that the abs were going to let it slip away, but I feel like that's just what they do. They always make the comeback. They always pull it off. So I do feel very bad for Dreisaitl, especially considering he was like playing with like God knows how many injuries. I'm still very nervous to hear that injury report. I don't know how he's even like walking, if he's even walking at this point. And then I do feel for Connor McDavid, because I would love to see that man in a Stanley Cup final, but you're not going to a Stanley Cup final when you have the two of the best players in the world. Carmen David is the best player in the world, and then you put Mike Smith in fucking that. Like, that's so fucked up. <laughs> I think Connor McDavid is about to enter his LeBron James era. He should, but I feel like he's too, like, I don't know. He's he is so, so, he's so vanilla. You're right, but I think that he's just going to be like, fuck this. I'm, like, going somewhere where I'm, like, guaranteed some shit, and I'm going to ball with my bros. Fuck everybody. Well, I will say I love that people were, like, twisting the narrative, like, is Kale McCarr actually the best, greatest player in the world? Like, blah, blah, blah. Because he obviously was, of that series, like, far and away the best player on the ice. And then Gretzky compared him to Bobby Orr, which is which was crazy. Valid though, like very valid. And maybe I'm just so biased, but I'm like, yes. (laughs) I don't love Gretzky on the broadcast, but that was an iconic moment. Oh, I literally like rewinded it and took a snapshot of it as if I'm like some proud mom. And like I'm gonna send it to Kale McCarr himself and be like, look, as if he didn't see it. (laughs) Wait speaking this just reminded me of something 
I, for eternity, have turned on Greg Grippo's notifications because I know that I can reply to all of your comments. For those of you that don't know about like Sarah's obsession with Greg Grippo, she comments on everything he posts. Everything. Every single thing. And I have decided that I'm going to comment asking him to take her to Chili's on every single post. Two for 20. Two for 20, baby. Well, I commented on you responded to when he posted his birthday post. I was like, happy birthday, Greg. Love you. This account followed or requested to follow me on Instagram. I was like, Greg Grippo, real. And then the back was like, yes, this is actually Greg. I just wanted some private conversations. Like, please don't expose. And I like just accepted it just for like shits and giggles. And then he messaged me, hey, it's Greg Grippo. <laughs> I said, hey, Greg. <laughs> and, he, and then he just didn't answer for days. So then I like messaged him again. I was like, am I getting ghosted by fake Greg? I <laughs> and I messaged him again. I was like, miss you already, babe. And he goes, miss you too. <laughs> you should be like, yo, you want to FaceTime later? I'm gonna say that right now. Can we FaceTime? Please. Be like, you want just like just like FaceTime them and then when they don't answer, be like, yo, you want to FaceTime later, babe? <laughs> like, I'm not gonna you. I'm like, my love life's so boring right now that I got this obvious big request. I was like, finally, someone that yes. wants to talk to me. Yes, red grippo, baby. <laughs> oh god okay wait that leads into one of our instagram questions i'm gonna like do this really quick someone someone asked us um wait where to go any updates on your dating life that's that's your update uh i got excited over fake greg grippo message <laughs> hey it's greg grippo and to the point where i responded because i'm so bored wait yeah, i do so have great. i do have an update in my love life all right let's hear it i kissed the second boy i've kissed this year mm-hmm. and then 12 hours later he moved around the world oh it's that boy oh. <laughs> literally went met this boy at a bar had a couple drinks with our friend groups shared a kiss and he moved around the world that's my that's that's my update that's it I kissed a boy and he had to get so far away from me he moved all the way around the world (laughs) that's it that's it party people that's the whole update (laughs) what's that tiktok that's like well that's my life I hope you enjoyed it I know I did that's my life. <laughs> Hillary Duff one. <laughs> yes. Okay. Do you have another Twitter question? Um. Oh, now I'm getting a telemarketer call. I think all of them were just Bruins. <laughs> okay. We have yeah, more on. Yeah, just Bruins. Yeah, we have more on Instagram. Um. Also, Sarah, for the love of God, manifest the Rangers series W. Okay, I would like to say I am like I'm considering myself an honorary Rangers fan. I have been on board with them for months now. Remember, like back in the we've been talking Rangers, about them forever. 
I was like, the Rangers are legit, blah, blah, blah. I picked them to win the first round. I was like, Rangers and seven over the Penguins. Did it. Picked them the next round. I picked them this round. Like, I'm like, I'm just all in on them now. Okay, Sarah, if there is a Rangers abs Stanley Cup final, who I, I can't pick a side. Oh, I'm going abs still. <laughs> me too, because they've been my pick since day one. But that will be so fucking hard for me. I like either way, I'll be like, I literally am the definition of I just hope everyone has a good time. I'm like, that is ideal because there's just like you can't lose in that situation. Like, obviously, no. I do want the abs to win, but there's so many Rangers players I love on an individual level. Obviously, they're a New York team, so I never be like, oh, I really want them to win it all but they're so young and like they have such good chemistry like there's been all those like tweets like oh all these like teams are built like based off analytics like blah 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 and then you're the rangers so just like friendship and goodbyes so i'm like i love that <laughs> yes yes oh so good okay um so you kind of are manifesting it though i feel like this is our manifestation moment I'm like, I am keep saying, I'm like, Rangers, 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 and now, you know what? Let's just keep moving it here, though, if they go up against the Avs. Yep. Uh, but yep. I would be happy if they won. Okay. Perfect. Um, We have so many questions on Instagram. Good job, IG. We, uh, <laughs> IG is busting this week. Like, we usually are so popular on Twitter, and none of our Twitter mm-hmm. followers had anything to say, but IG popped the fuck off. Yeah, um, I was a little offended with our Twitter, actually. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I'm going to cut this and say it that I am offended because you guys are usually <laughs> the bomb, but, like, IG takes the cake. Um, Thoughts on the revolving door of NHL coaches? Seems like the same 30 guys keep getting hired. Yeah. <laughs> same 30 white dudes just switching around. Doesn't matter what they've done in the past. Doesn't matter. It's just, like, name recognition. Okay, they have yep. some experience. Sure. Yep. The same person asks, who would you bring in as new blood for NHL coaching? And I actually am glad that you said what you just said, because I feel like this is a little bit of a spicy take, but I'm going to say it. I would love for PK Subin to get into coaching. I like that answer. That's a good answer. I would love for PK Subin to be like this generational change, not only for like, obviously African-Americans in hockey, but like a culture change, a reset change. He's young, he's hip, he's funny. He's into like what's going on now. I feel like he can relate to these younger kids and these older guys that are, you know, kind of on their way out of the league, but these young kids who need the development and they're passionate and they're kind of like Gen Z and involved. I would fucking love for PK Subin to like shake this shit the fuck up. I like that answer. And then also like, Marie Phil Poole and just got a leadership role. I forget with what organization, but like bringing some of the pro women's players to yeah, coach. Yeah. Like, some of them are far more talented than yep. your like second liner, some of the top lines in hockey, even like they are insane. Like they know their shit, they know the game well, like they know the stats, the analytics, all that. I think those are both two answers that would kind of shake shit up because I'm again tired of the same fucking 30 people just bouncing around and the nhl needs it Mm -hmm. they really do they really do um great question thank you for that was that was a great question um someone says would you rather go to game seven world series at fenway or game seven of stanley cup at td td all day 
Yeah, I would say definitely stay in the cup. Yeah, like I, I think in a game seven situation, there's no sport I'd rather see between baseball, hockey, or basketball. It'd give me hockey all day. Yeah, I would say playoff hockey, we've said before, top tier. And the see of a game seven, like obviously, yeah, a game seven of baseball is also intense, but just the fast nature of hockey, like that would be insane. Yeah. Especially at TD Garden, that's a difference maker for me. Like T- we've seen even in the last like 48 hours, the difference that being at TD Garden can make in a series. So like yeah. TD all day. Boston sports fans have no boundaries and I love and hate them for it. um what's the best or worst pickup line you've gotten mine is the same answer I don't know what's your answer I talked about this on WEI last year for my audition because a caller I think asked me this question one time on Instagram someone slid in my dms And he was like, are you into dragons? And I was like, holy shit, this is my soulmate. Like he loves reptiles too. Like this is fucking epic. Like I found my man. And I was like, went into like full nerd mode and was like, yes, like I love reptiles, like blah, blah, blah. And he goes, okay, sick. I'm going to be dragging these balls across your face later. And I was like, awesome. Awesome. I am now terrified. (laughs) So that's my answer. I don't know what my worst is. I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like, because the one thing is I don't look at like half the shit I receive, like in like DMs or anything. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know what's being said. Have not been on dating apps in a hot minute. If I go out to a bar and a boy approaches me, I just like basically growl in her face. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I like, I'm, I just like, I don't, I don't care about boys, but that's oh, still my, no, you know what? I know what it is now. Okay. I was, it was like maybe a couple years ago and some kid came up to me and goes, Oh, like, where'd you, where are you going to school right now? I was like, Oh, I go to Bridgewater. And he was like, you're way too hot to go to Bridgewater. And I was like, uh that's like not the compliment you think it is one I was like two I can say that shit if I want you can't say that I was like three you know what I made a financially sound decision I will not be belittled by some random fuck at like I think it was like Causeway or something like get the fuck out of here you're also like up to here on me get out of my face (laughs) bye homie bye um Kendra are there any games you've been wanting to stream on Twitch that you haven't yet Yes, I want to learn how to play Apex, but I feel like I'm a little late in the game to learn how to play Apex, but I did just learn how to play Fortnite and I'm pretty good at it. So I don't know, maybe. I feel like Apex is really hard for like hardos though. Um, <laughs> is brunch supposed to be in the morning or the afternoon? I have a strong opinion about this. I don't know about you. Um, I feel like it's a very specific window. <laughs> I, am- I feel like- strictly afternoon 2 p.m yes because brunch is for hangovers yeah and there's no in hell I'm up for breakfast if I'm hungover no last year it was on my birthday my friend was like yeah like we made brunch reservations for your birthday I was like okay sick and I had gone out the night before like whatever she's like yeah like 
the reservation at 9 30 i'm like that's no. brunch that's breakfast and i won't be there no <laughs> no chance no shot like you afternoon. will not see me there afternoon <laughs> um so see columbus lost the ohio machine lacrosse team years ago so what pll team should i root for i okay, feel like I'm, i was gonna say i feel like i'm gonna leave my allegiances aside see i've gotten this question now like 30 times over the last week what pll team should i root for i'm from so-and-so i don't know how much more abundantly clear i can make it in people there is no location base in pll that's the point you could pick whoever the fuck you want if you like their jersey vote you could be a team of them if you like their name be a team of them there is no location like unless you're like a maryland alum then yeah i'd say be a fan of the whip snakes if you're a notre dame like then sure the redwood yeah if you're a canadian you're probably gonna pick like the chaos or the archers or something yep. other than that whoever the fuck you want whoever you want or if you have a favorite nll team or like maybe someone you're from the ML team you followed is now on team. Like, sure, go follow that team. Whoever you guys fucking want. Like, stop. That's the cool thing about it. <laughs> Sarah is going to this question so much. I don't know. Like, and then, like, I was like, because I got it from someone and I like opened it up to everyone and I like quoted, I was like, who should she be a fan of? Like, make your case, whatever. PL team, PL team. Someone responds, they go, Philadelphia Wings. Someone else goes, Toronto. And I'm like, I don't want to be rude. Those aren't fucking PLL teams. <laughs> Those aren't PLL. Like, you guys are driving me up a wall. And that was one of the rare times I opened my responses to everyone. I was like, this is why I don't. Like, you guys are so stupid sometimes. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, that's... <sighs> I have stopped opening DMs on Twitter. Oh, it's the greatest decision you'll make. All together. <laughs> All together. Greatest um, decision. We have a couple more questions. Tips for a girl moving to Boston in August. Um, You're probably better at this. I'm like, I've been in Massachusetts my whole life. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so I moved to Boston last year. I would say one. God. It, at least you're moving in August and not September. September is so hard. I would say be prepared to spend a lot of money. Like find find a side hustle, 110%. Like whatever your job is, like unless you're making six figures, you're not making enough money to live here. Like find a, find a side hustle or five. Um, I would say cover your drink when you go out. Yeah. Um, that could be our tea party segment. We'll talk about that at the end. Um, I would say cover your drink when you go out and invest in good walking shoes because the tea is great if you don't mind walking a little bit. Mm -hmm. I think that I would walking shoes are a big, a big thing. I feel like Boston's a very walkable city if you go out like around where you live and stuff. Um, and it's an overrated food city. So make your meals at home. Those are my, <laughs> those are my tips. What about you have anything? Um, I definitely agree, like, make, have some sort of side hustle. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm, like, just from moving in the past week, like, into this apartment, I'm, like, the amount of money we've spent is disgusting. Like, yeah. it's horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. 
unless you're making like over 150 get a fucking side hustle that is my biggest piece of advice yeah um sarah what is the price for david posternock i i would say easily a first round if not two and some farm yeah i say it's going to be a lot as someone that's also like don't trade david posternock that's so stupid it's going to be a couple first round picks and then also some maybe younger lower down the farm guys and then yeah it's going to be a lot I'm I don't even want to think about it because I no (laughs) yep um two more questions one is from Megan Adelini shout out Megan Adelini who is the hottest former female GW Laxer now in Boston sports. This is anonymous, right? Um, I guess my answer <laughs> by default has to be Megan Adelini. They, yeah, I, I was like, really, that's a tough one. <laughs> really no here. <laughs> Shout out, Megan. Um, and then our last question is thoughts on the golf drama. sort of follow some of it I haven't like done a deep dive on any of it it just seems like I don't know rich guys want to get richer that's all I've really yes. gathered from it like, yes. like usual <laughs> yes that and that I love how I watched Phil Mickelson's interview this morning um I wish we could get into the U.S. Open but I feel like Phil Mickelson denying a comment saying he doesn't feel like talking about it is kind of fucking hilarious that's like <laughs> so PR but not PR yeah <laughs> like that's like media training but like as like a five-year-old <laughs> oh speaking of media training I wanted to say now like because obviously when I was in Albany last weekend like I actually had to like interview some guys whatever it is so funny when you could tell especially rookies had just gone through media training <laughs> because they were like think about it did they like come up with the most like stereotypical manufactured answer ever and I'm like okay well I could have like but like the way they like think about it like no like I appreciate that they are like taking it that seriously like that's great but I'm like it's just so funny sometimes when some guys are so like overly media trained or like so focused on it that it's like they're not even listening. <laughs> it's so funny working in college athletics <laughs> because like obviously like hockey East guys like have a lot of press but like don't. Yeah. So like they have like minimal media training but it's like I swear to God I've gotten to the point where I have to be like all right other than like making their D turn and getting pucks on net like what <laughs> like xyz because that's like all they will give you if you don't and then like when you, you ask more some, than two phrases <laughs> and when you're like asking someone questions that you're not interviewing often like for the teams that i'm covering often that are usually on prime time like it's easy but it's like for yeah. these guys who don't like often have these situations to see them yeah. like sit there and panic like oh my god no like that's my go-to answer yeah. just like watching <laughs> the wheels turn is just iconic so funny um I think the last thing that I want to talk about this could be our tea party segment of the week um ladies in Boston please stay safe for real like if you guys don't know what's going on there's like a real roofie problem in New England Boston specifically it seems like it's spreading out to Cape Cod and like maybe some suburban areas 
um buy one of the scrunchies buy a canned or bottled drink like it's it's a scary time to be a woman in boston yeah the list of the bars is just like every single bar in boston like like yeah. where are you supposed to go that's not terrifying yeah even bars that like i wouldn't expect it's like capo basement like i get it like but like we frequent the greatest bar like frequent yeah. And it's like, they're on there and it's like, I know they're bartenders. Like, and it seems like, like the issue is bartenders. And it's like, I, I bartended my way mm-hmm. through school. Like if I knew anybody was doing that, you best believe I'd beat the shit out of them. And it's like, or report them or whatever. So it's like the fact that like, this is just like an industry that seems like it wouldn't put up with a lot of bullshit. Like they must be doing mm-hmm. some sneaky stuff. And it's really scary because like, we're a port city yeah it's like fucking terrifying <laughs> like we are a port city like the fact that girls could be getting shipped in and out of here like if if you as a woman I've done this I can specifically remember I was out with some of my girlfriends at home who are like wags of a hockey team at home we saw a girl at the bar with what it seemed like to be a first date and she was not okay and we made sure to tell our bartenders, like, hey, make sure that they are, like, you know, not on a first date, second date, third date, like, she's okay, mm-hmm. whatever. I feel like it's see something, say something right now as a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, definitely go out in groups, have your friends yeah. around you, pay yeah. attention to your surroundings. Yeah, um, there's those drink covers. I saw that there's, like, a nail polish that if you put, like, your finger in a drink, it'll change colors that there's drugs in it, so take care of yourself. Thanks so much for the questions. We really appreciate it. Sarah, any other closing thoughts? Nope, that's it. All right, we will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening to Saturdays and Seltzers. Adios. If you ever want to slice, that's the truth. Only tell the truth. What the hell you do? You got that juice. Fresh squeeze to Q. I can tell you new, and it ain't just you. Girl, it ain't just you. It's your whole damn crew. Got the haters on mute. Cause they love that view. Keep looking at you. Ain't nothing new. This is not their world. They know you run the city, every town, every borough. They know you keep it real, keep it classy, keep it thorough. But Sundays are for the boys, the Saturdays for the girls. Get them, girl, get them, girl. Cause this is not their world. They know you run the city, every town, every borough. They know you keep it real, keep it classy, keep it thorough. But Sundays are for the boys, the Saturdays for the girls. Get them, girl, get them, girl. Uh. Saturday, y'all. Uh, Saturdays and Celsius. <laughs> With your host, Kendra and Sarah. Uh, y'all know who it is. It's your boy KR. Spot a kiss on the track. <laughs> Let's go.